This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Radio that makes you think. This is the Brian Kilmeade Show. This guy, Flash Thompson, he probably deserved what happened. But just because you can beat him up doesn't give you the right to. Remember, with great power, great responsibility. Uh, that is from the 2002 movie Spider-Man, a uh, famous line in Spider-Man lore. It's uh, part of, I think the hottest thing in movies right now are the Marvel comics, and they come to life from Spider-Man the Batman to, to uh, Captain America on down. But there's something happened. They're going way woke. And it got to the point where a guy like Garrick July, one of the most successful uh, comic writers in the country, said, I'm done with it. I'm doing my own thing. And that's exactly what has happened. Eric July joins us right now. Eric, welcome back. Hey, how you doing, brother? I appreciate you having me. Hey, no problem. I should say welcome back because I had you on TV yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm just uh, really struck by what got you to the point where you said to yourself, I'm going to go do my own thing uh, and form the Ripperverse Comics. What brought you to the point to leave an, esta- an established uh, career to go try it on your own? Well, for me, it was like, you know, I'd obviously been in a commentary space with comics for for a while now. And, you know, I talked about and complained publicly, you know, YouTube, everything about the direction that these companies uh, were going. And I, for me, it was like, you know what, um, I got to be a part of the, the, the solution. I feel like my calling is to be a creator. Yes, the commentary, be it political or uh, in the comic book space was, you know, that's a, that's a skill set. However, when it comes to the music and all the other stuff that I've done in the creative sense, that's where my call, what I believe God put me on this earth to certainly do. So I wanted to shift away from just simply complaining about it, not to say I won't point it out if something is, is, is you know, bad or whatever, but I need to be a part of the solution. So something that I thought wasn't going to be able to happen until I, you know, was well into my forties and had all this, you know, money stored up and all that had a lot of success over the last few years and it just accelerated everything. So as they kept screwing up, I was putting, I mean, the demand obviously kept growing and it just felt like the right time to do it. So it's not something that was necessarily done, uh, you know, to spite these weirdos. It was more, this is the great time to do it. And obviously I've been reassured considering that the, the uh, campaign is at $3 million. So yeah, tell me about it. Isom number one, first off, before we talk about your new thing, what brought you to this point? Because the comic book industry, like so many others have gone woke and, and we've noticed they've almost, they're embarrassed to be American and uh, we've seen it over and over again. Here's an example of Superman. Uh, this is the first one, 1978 Christopher Reeve, and it changes to, you'll see what it is now. Cut 30. Why are you here? There must be a reason for you to be here. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm here to fight for truth and justice in the American way. Politics. Does he still stand for truth? Justice. All that stuff. All that stuff? You started noticing people awake, breaking away from tradition and going woke. 
Yeah, like with and you know that's obviously with Gabe El Taib, who, who of course is the colorist for you. Um, I saw uh, issue number one, and you know that's that's what did it for him. You know they even. You know, it was nothing wrong, let's say, with Superman being understood as sort of this American uh, hero, not sort of. That's what he was. Nobody that was from another country had any problem, certainly, with that. But that was more kind of signifying the the changes that were were happening kind of culturally within the or subculturally within comics and that there were a lot of a lot of spiteful individuals that were starting to become creatives in this space they didn't like the place that they were at they didn't like people uh, be it various race or whatever if they had certain ideas and they were writing those comics to depict their social political views and this is why it comes off the way that it does right now and that it's so obnoxious and it's so bad that creative stuff is really gone out the window it's more about beating the audience over the head with your uh, specific politics and that's why i was like look man i don't want to do that i just want to give people some good some good story um yeah there are those universal truths that i want to certainly acknowledge of what is right what is uh wrong what is good bad what is just and all those sorts of concepts but you know what we're trying to do here first and foremost is give the audience what it is that they want with a good story. And that point has been completely lost seemingly on the mainstream uh, industry. So tell me about Isom number one. Well, Isom uh, is of course the first book through Riververse uh, publishing. We had a, oh man, uh, it was a task to not only just have it be this character's book, but also this is launching the entire universe here um, for us as we're telling these stories. 96 page Uh, comic book, right? 96 pages. I need. I couldn't keep it like 20 pages like what a lot of the books are now with five pages of ads. I just had to do it my way in the way that it is, and 96 pages was what, what kind of came out of that. And it's about Isom. It's this character by the name of Avery Silman. He used to be a, uh, a hero of sorts, and then he kind of stopped uh, due to this event. And this story picks up where him, Avery Silman, gets a call from his sister trying to find the whereabouts of this character, of this other character, who is a family friend. And because of that, he has to go into the city that he no longer lives in. He lives outside of it uh, to kind of talk to his old friend and figure out what's going on and where the whereabouts of of this uh, old family friend they had. So that's kind of where this story pops off. Um, and it, it, it again, it, it's not right. just about launching Isom, the character itself. This is an entire universe, so there's plenty of different characters that people are going to be uh, introduced to. And I think we had a great balance of giving people that familiarity, right. definitely if you're in the comics, but also giving them some sort of form of uniqueness and, and, and freshness about it. Eric, you know, one of the great uh, exports of America is our entertainment. So people mm-hmm. got to know what America was, not only the wars we fight, but what we produced, we became this idea of this land of the free, the home of the brave, the chance where there is an opportunity, the Statue of Liberty. And part of it was comic books, the industry you're in, the movies that we put out, the theme parks that we produce. And that was one of the great things about America, just free enterprise, go do it, people will come. And I, I just heartened, by the way, that you're fighting to keep that going. Where you don't want to, you don't do propagandize, but you kind of like that you're an American. You understand that we hit the lotto when we were born here. 
Yeah, like, you know, I, I value, as, as obviously as an anarcho-capitalist and libertarian, I value liberty, like, first and foremost. It's not a secret. Like, um, this is something that I proudly wear on my sleeve, and I absolutely understand and acknowledge that being in this geographical area and being born here, I have a lot more um, advantages than, let's say, if I was born elsewhere. And I'm not oblivious, certainly, to that. And you bring up a great point with America being uh, – it so, uh, used to be – like a net export in terms of what was considered the good entertainment. We set the scene. Comics are our industry, for example. We set the scene for what the entire world would understand to be a, a comic book. Well, now in comics, for those that don't know, it's not that like that anymore. The imports are the what, what's dominating the American market right now. Japanese comics, also known as mangas, they're destroying America in their not just in Japan. They're destroying them in 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 uh, in, in America, in North America. So. Instead of having the self-awareness, the creatives would say, oh, well, we're getting our tails kicked right now by the Japanese in our own industry, in our own country. They still put out this sort of nonsense. Right. And, you know, I make this joke about uh, all the time about, OK, I'm trying to make American comics like competitive again in this uh, so that they start yet again, wanting our entertainment as opposed to us having to import it. And really, it's not that the Japanese, for example, are doing anything new. They're doing the same thing they've been doing for decades. It's just that because the American comics have gotten so bad, just by sheer default, something exists that is the, uh, that is just simply not beating their audience over the head with this random yep. uh, social political nonsense, and people love it. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And also, would you say comics have been race and gender sapping characters where we could just read and not think black, white, Hispanic, um, or any type of pronoun selecting culture? Oh, for sure, man. We, we've moved in this odd direction where that's the obsession now. You know what I mean? It's not to say that you can't have a character be black. Obviously, uh, with our character, you can have you can have a character be a woman or whatever. The problem is, is that nowadays it's the hyperemphasis of it. And because they think the creatives over there think that they are everybody else is as shallow as them, they feel like, well, I have to have this black character beat everybody over the, uh, the head with the fact that he is black. And then that is going to represent the black population as if we're all kind of just monolithic and have the same exact upbringing, same value system and, yeah. uh, and all of that, which is just simply not the case. But again, they think everybody are, is as shallow as them. You know, I say this all the time, like this idea that the only way that I could, let's say, relate to a character is if they're black is nonsensical, but it's also um, insulting. You can have a black character be embraced by white people or a white character be embraced by black people if you're not shallow that takes decent writing that takes this idea to be able to resonate with other individuals and i don't think these people not only not they don't have the experience to do that but they're just so obsessed with identity that that gets in a way of any kind of story that they could mm -hmm. tell that's even halfway decent eric july is here founder of the riververse comics and you can go and, and now they're not out yet right how many more days till they're out 
So we are going into September. It's a pre-order campaign. So going into September, you guys will start receiving shipments. We have, ironically enough, yeah, I wasn't expecting to make $3 million as fast. It's like still 64 days left in the campaign. However, because this wasn't a crowdfund, I just took the transparency of it. You guys are going to, like most of the product we already got here, we just have a couple of batches of prints of the actual book that we need to get, and then we start shipping those out. So going into September, even though the campaign still won't be closed, you'll be able to get your uh, you'll be able to get your items. How? Uh, we're going to mail those. You can get them over at Ripperverse.com, of okay. course. You, we have different bundles where you could save money, um, and you can go ahead and grab whatever it is that you want. I haven't reached out to a lot of uh, comic book retailers, but the safest bet is to, of course, go to Ripperverse.com, place mm-hmm. in your order. When you order, you get your login. You can keep up with uh, the, you know, the, the actual order itself. When it ships and all nice. of that, we keep it right there for you. Lastly, I want you to hear this, and we're talking to Eric July, founder of Rip Reverse Comics, why you went out and is doing his own thing. I want you to hear Brandon, uh, Brandon Ruth, I think that's how you say the name, try to explain to us why he gets rid of the American way from Superman. Cut 31. The American way is kind of changing, and, is, and, is, and is, people can take that to mean many different things. So the fact that uh, it's not in the film, I think, is, is powerful because really Superman has transcended America. And although it was founded on those basic values you know, that we created in this country, that's not as important maybe as, as just the fact that he's so uh, inspirational to, to everyone and that he can be an icon to somebody halfway across the world. What's he talking about? You can't be an icon to somebody across the world if you say American way? Yeah, that's bizarre. That's such a weird uh, thing. If anything, you know, they can especially uh, have something to aspire for and aspire to be in the event that they know where that character um, is. So he's kind of being hypocritical in a sense, or rather contradicting himself. Yeah, um, he has existing, despite having that true justice in American way, transcended just America, and he's been a way of an inspiration to people that are outside of this country. So what? Why did you need to change it uh, in the first place? Seemed like that at all already happened. Uh, this is just a guy that is more so ashamed to be, um, you know, in this geographical area. We know that there's a lot of kind of movements that are unfortunately conflating government with country um, or, or with the, with those sets of more so values yeah. that you think of Americanism. And uh, these folks are trying to run away from it. And it's just simply not working. Uh, and lastly, here's I want you to uh, evaluate this X-Men clip. It's a, a X-Men Dark Phoenix clip. Uh, when they changed the name to X-Woman, Cut 32. It's funny. I can't actually remember the last time you were the one risking something. And by the way, the women are always saving the men around here. You might want to think about changing the name to X-Women. Okay. Me too. <laughs> Such a goofy... I remember seeing that and I was like, oh my God, this is basically when I was I was about out of Marvel and DC and doing everything with with anything that they had to do with as far as buying their products. But I remember seeing that and just thinking that's so crazy. But a lot of people don't know Victoria Alonzo, I believe is her name. She's somehow keeps falling upward with Marvel. And she's echoed that same sentiment uh, multiple times in different like uh, interviews and whatnot where she's saying, well, they're called the X-Men. I don't understand why they're called that because they have a bunch of uh, women that are part of their team. The, again, self-awareness does not exist with these with these folks and i used to be one of those guys i was like man this sucks you know you see these beloved characters be ran to the ground but now i'm like you know what keep it up keep it up because all you ah, do is send eyes our way absolutely it's good for the rip reverse bad for the country but good for eric july especially eric congratulations on taking the risk 
uh, showing that entrepreneurial spirit and using your creativity uh, to help restore the American way. Much love, and I appreciate you, of course, having me. All right. Uh, go out to theriververse.com and, uh, and support Eric. He took great risks for you. So the least you could do is support his, his quest here. And he didn't phone it in. This is 90-plus pages. Thanks so much, Eric. Cutlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cudlow Podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.